we get married to. Praise the Lord. So it was you that he had in mind. That God gave him a picture of you. God gave him a picture of what is happening now. And that is why, you know, the land was given to us. Praise the Lord. Can we appreciate God one more time? Praise the Lord. Now, we'll be talking about the church. And, um, you know, it's very important for us to understand what the church is all about. So that we can maximize the benefits that is in the church. Your understanding of the church will help you to be able to position yourself and get maximum benefit from it. So I'm going to be telling us what the church is not and what the church is. Uh, the church is not a place that you go to. It's not a place you go to. It's not an event that you attend. I know in Highland here, Lekki, we attend a lot of events and we go to a lot of places, but that is not what the church is for. Now, the church is a spiritual family that you belong to. So the church is more about belonging than attending. Praise the Lord. You might be in a church for years and you will not get any benefit from it. If you're coming to church, it's just limited to attendance and not belonging. The church is a family that we belong to. So we are not coming to church. We are the church coming to have our family meeting this morning. So what is happening here now is what? It's a family meeting of family members. You know, praise the Lord. Although, although unfortunately, some people might be here, but they are not part of the family. They have been coming, you know, maybe for 10 years, but they are still not what? They are not part of the family. So our prayer is that at the end of the series, you will not just be attending, you will belong to the family. Praise the Lord. You know, a church is not a place. You no, know, there are sometimes after service, some ladies will almost, you know, push you just because they are trying to take a selfie. So a church is not a place you come to take selfie. A church is not a place when you are looking for fine girls and you want to get married. Let me go to that church and, you know, and get married. Yes, we know. Come to this city. There are fine girls in this city. Praise the Lord. Abby? <laughs> But that shouldn't just be the reason why you are coming to church. Praise the Lord. A church is not a place that uh, you are looking for money. You are in debt. You are broke. So you said, you've, we've done your permutation and combination. That like if I come to this church after service, I'll just look at all those guys with big, big cars. At the end of service, I'll just block them. That is not the reason for the church. Praise the Lord. It is a family. And I remember my experience in joining DCC, you know. I, the day I did my POP, uh, NYSC, many years ago, you know, I had plans to travel out. That was the plan. So I didn't even look for a job. I didn't submit any CV. My plan was to travel out. I got some dollars with me. And I moved from Semeboda. I moved to Lome. You know, I was in Lome for, for months. And Lome, the thing didn't work from Lome. We moved to Ghana. Accra, from there it didn't work, we moved to Habijan. Praise the Lord. I was there for months, and I was just, uh, I was like a prodigal son. I've spent all the dollars, all the money that I had. And uh, by the time when I was leaving Lagos, you know, then, it's not like now. If you are traveling out then, it's a big deal. It's like doing wedding. So they did like a, a, a wedding ceremony for me <laughs> before I traveled. They called everybody, and proper proper party. 
Every, my mother shared the testimony in church. That's my daughter. As I was going, the people prayed for me, you know. But they didn't know that their prayer could only help me to Togo. The prayer did not push me to what? To Canada. So my mom would be telling them, where is your son? My son is in what? He's in Canada. Or knowing to her that I was still in what? I was in Lumen. So, you know, when I came back, I couldn't, I had to come back because we normally say it in Yoruba, if you cannot go forward, what would you do? You go back home. So as I couldn't go to Canada, I mean, Lagos, they've not revoked my citizenship of, uh, <laughs> of Lagos. So I had to come to Lagos. And when I came to Lagos, I had to come like a thief in the night. I cannot afford to come during the day because a party was organized for me, traveling out. So I had to sneak in in the middle of the night and I had to shut myself indoors. I was indoors for days. Then, you know, as God will just have mercy on me, I had a Pastor case tape. I listened to it, and I joined this church. And my life has never remained the same. My life has changed, has transformed. When I enter here, clap for Jesus, clap for Jesus. <laughs> Praise the Lord. When I entered DCC, I was just hopeless. I was like those men in the cave of Adulam that came to David. The Bible said they were depressed, they were dejected, they were in debt, you know. That was the picture of me when I arrived DCC. I had to start picking a pieces of my life and trying to make a way forward. You know, the first job I got was PK that connected me for the first job I got. From there, I started working in the bank. From there, I got married. I met my beautiful wife. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> you know, imagine if I had jacked back to Canada, I wouldn't have married my wife. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, that's why I said that the Bible says all things work together for your good. I don't know the kind of experience that you are having. I don't know what you are going through. But I want to tell you, I want to tell you that everything will turn out to be a testimony. God will turn your trials, it will turn them into testimonies. All your delays, it will make them to be what? Things that will propel you into your future. You know, the Bible says that it will compensate you for the years that you have lost. You might have lost some years. Maybe there was delayed in marriage. Maybe there was delayed in getting a job. But at the end of the day, God will compensate you in the mighty name of Jesus. And how would you be compensated? You need to belong to a family. Praise the Lord. You need to belong to a family. You are not created to operate in isolation. The Bible says the solitary, God placed them in what? In families. It is very powerful. It's very powerful. And the church also is... Is transgenerational. The church is set up to affect us at every level of our lives. Every generation, the church has a message for them. The church has a, 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 a platform for them. Praise the Lord. Now, in DCC, we have the children's church. That's the preserved generation. The preserved generation is set up to be a blessing to our children. Praise the Lord. Now, yesterday, there was an evangelism that took place yesterday. And uh, we have uh, a testimony. I don't know if you have the picture. Let me just share with us. Okay, praise the Lord. Can I read it from here, please? Praise the Lord. Um, So, we have this testimony, very powerful testimony. 
And the testimony, you know, uh, let me just quickly praise the Lord. I don't know you can dance very well in, uh, in Island Church. Praise the Lord. Sorry, let me just... I don't know you can dance very well. Because the impression they give us about Island people is that you people are too, too. She people are too. So when I entered and I saw the display in front here, I, I said, no, 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 no. That these people, yes, they, are, they have the spirit of David. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yes. So this testimony is about a little boy. A little boy from D.C. Lagos just gave his balloon at Blanco Car Park and said, this man is sharing. He said, gave him a balloon at Blanco Car Park and said, God loves you. And it was the most assuring thing I've ever had in a while. Let's just say, I will be going to church next week for the first time in over a year. Can we appreciate God for that? And this is made possible by a little boy, a little child, it was made possible. And that is why we have the church. The church is to declare the works of God from generation to generation. Generation. I baptized my boy uh, when they were doing the water baptism. It was a great honor for me to baptize him. Praise the Lord. Now, I didn't have to explain to him what baptism is all about. Baptism by immersion. I didn't explain to him. I didn't have to explain to him that you, you need to do this, you need to do that. Why? Because preserved generation has been able to give him the needed understanding, the needed knowledge. He came to meet me. And, you know, I said, wow, praise the Lord. And I had a singular privilege of baptizing my own son. Praise the Lord. It's a wonderful honor, a wonderful joy when you are able to pass down the mighty act of God from your own generation to your own children. When a father is able to transfer the mighty things that God has done, you are able to transfer it to your own children. When a mother is able to do that to your own daughters. Praise the Lord. And that is why we have the church. That means the church affects every generation. In, uh, on the island, I'm sure here too, we have David's army. David's army, they organize Camp David every year. My son, firstborn, 14 years old, he attended last year. I mean... It was life transforming. He was not speaking in tongues, but after he came back, he started speaking in tongues. He will wake up in the middle of the night and he will be speaking in tongues by himself. 14 year old. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And we have the elders fellowship, 60 years and above. We did a baptism for them, Holy Ghost baptism, two weeks ago. And you will see elderly people, 73, 80 years old, blasting in the spirit, praying in tongues. Praise the Lord. And this can only be achieved in the church. Praise the Lord. And that is why we have the church to affect every generation to make sure that even after we have gone, the church will still be here. The church will be here and the church will still be doing the work. It is only the church that is concerned about your soul. Your job is not concerned about your soul. Have they ever asked you if you are born again in your office? Have they ever asked you? Nobody is interested. No other institution in the whole world is interested in your soul. Which is the most important part of you? Praise the Lord. But the church is interested in your soul. It's not just for here. It's also for what? For eternity. So it is the only institution that will last forever. It will last here. And after we have all gone, the church will still 
be in existence. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So if there's anywhere to belong to, if there's anywhere to be committed to, it should be in God's family. So the question again is, are you a member of this family? Or you are just a visitor coming to just be with us. Praise the Lord. So it's not about how long you've been coming. It's how belonging you have in his family. Praise the Lord. Now we'll talk about the purposes of the church. Why do we have the church? You know, uh, majorly, there are just majorly five purposes. So the first one is worship. Now, in the, when we come as a family, there's a worship experience that we have, a corporate worship experience. In that worship experience, you have encounters. You have encounters. God, will, there, is, there are mighty visitations when we come together in God's presence and we worship God together. There is a corporate anointing that is created. And when we talk about also worship, every time we lift our hands to God, what it means is that we are surrendering ourselves to him. So worship is also an act of what? Submission to God. An act of surrendering to God that we recognize that there is an alpha and there is an omega over our lives. There is a God that made us. There is a Jehovah El Shaddai that is in charge of the affairs of men. Praise the Lord. And when we come into his presence, we are able to do that. Praise the Lord. Now, there is a level of worship you enter into that on your own, you might not be able to achieve it. But when we come together as a family, we are able to get to that level of worship and have a deep worship experience. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Then we talk about fellowship. We need God, yes, but we also need one another. We need God, but we also do what? We need one another. The, the church gives you the platform to be able to connect with other people, to be able to relate with other people, which is very powerful. I've had so many testimonies of how God has blessed me through connecting with my fellow believers. Praise the Lord. Now, one of the experiences that's really helped me, you know, I was telling them on the, in the mainland, you know, during the COVID, uh, my mom, my mom, uh, she went into diabetic shock, so uh, diabetic coma. So she was in coma, you know, during, that's about two years ago now. I just spoke with her like two weeks before then, and they just called me that she has been rushed to the hospital and everything, you know. And she was there. When she got to the hospital, they diagnosed her with COVID. She had COVID then. After a while, they said her liver is failing, her kidney is failing. I mean, they were just giving her. Every time I called them, I was receiving a negative response. To the extent that any time I receive a call from U.S., the, the, my expectation then was that maybe they are going to tell me that she has what? She has passed on. It was, she was in ICU for almost four months. Almost four months. Unconscious for almost four months. What happened? I called some of my pastors, Pastor Wale, some of my brethren in the Lord, and we set up a what? A prayer, a prayer chain for her. We start praying every day, every day for her. You understand? And that is why you have the church, so that you can have brethren that can join with you together in prayers. Praise the Lord. We agreed. And I can tell you, last year she celebrated her 70th birthday. I mean, she's doing fantastically well. Praise the Lord. And that's a result of the church. A result of that I'm not alone. It's very powerful, though. In your life, you are not a superman, though. 
Don't even start thinking that you are not a superman. You can never maximize your true potential and destiny by yourself. You need to connect with people. Praise the Lord. I also remember one of my very, uh, you know, wonderful experience, you know, uh, because of the traveling experience I had going to Canada that didn't work out, I had a phobia for traveling. I developed a strong phobia, unconsciously, a strong phobia, because everything is your mind. You know, once there is a stronghold in your mind, it becomes uh, manifested in your life. You, even if you don't know it. So, I have a strong phobia for traveling. So, because of that, I never traveled. I was in the bank for 10 years. I didn't even think of going to Ghana. Talk less of going to, uh, to UK. It never crossed my mind. But because of fellowship, my wife had a strong fellowship. We, as a family, we had a strong fellowship with Pastor Hem. And, you know, they were talking about going to Dubai. And my wife came and said, well, like she would like to go to Dubai. I said, wow, this uh, traveling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just, you know, I encouraged that. And, you know, she traveled with Pastor Hem to Dubai. You know, it was a major breakthrough. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and she said, that's very important also. When you need to be in an atmosphere where testimonies are happening, where great things are happening, even if it has not reached you, it is an evidence that your tongue is very close. It's very important. Yeah. It's very important. And that is what the church offers you. It gives you a picture of a future that you can desire. Praise the Lord. It gives you a picture. So, I mean, I was very happy. My wife has traveled. That means it will soon reach my tongue. So I, I started believing it. You know, now there was, and I believed it. So when I now believed it, and I said, let's all go to Dubai. I confess. The devil is a liar. I confess. Let us go to Dubai. Okay, I'm not only going to go with my family. My house self will go to Dubai. My mother-in-law will go to Dubai. And I did everything, you know. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Wait, I'm still coming. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, we now apply for visa. I mean, we apply for visa. Everybody's visa was, everybody's passport, house self, mother-in-law, everybody in my house, you know. Now, they gave everybody visa. The sponsor and the fan. <laughs> now, me, they don't give me visa. They didn't give me visa. Ah, it, was like, it was like a dream. So the lady that was, she said, I shouldn't worry that there was a small error, that I shouldn't worry, you know, I should just. So we went ahead with it. I bought my tickets and everything. Now, till the day that we were supposed to travel, will you believe that I followed my family to the airport? I carried my bag to the airport. She was still calling me that my visa will be ready. My brother. Now, so I did for airport. They wave my family. They travel to Dubai. I no travel home. I'm telling you. I, I went back home to Lagos. I was in Lagos. My family were in Dubai sending me pictures. It was then I knew that this one no be ordinary. Uh, it be like say Satan want to sit down on that in your head. So I had to like, I had to handle it spiritually. Praise the Lord. You know, but after then, God gave me the breakthrough. I started traveling out. I went to U.S. some many years ago. You know, praise the Lord. And the siege was what was broken. Praise the Lord. 
Now, before the siege was broken outward, it also happened in my mind. And it was able to happen because of fellowship. And what fellowship does is that you see things that you can believe God for. You can know that this thing is possible. You understand? There are some things you will never believe is possible if nobody in your circle is doing it. But when you see people doing it, you know that, yes, I can do this also. It can be made possible. And that is what the church does. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So fellowship is very powerful. Fellowship is very, very powerful. There is a blessing for you in the house. There is a blessing with your name on it, with somebody else. Praise the Lord. It's not just with God. That's a mistake. Let me know even. You see, there's a blessing with your name on it that is not with God. God has released it, but it's in the hands of somebody. And it is when you connect with people that you'll be able to do what? You'll be able to derive that blessing. Praise the Lord. So don't come to church and just come to church. Belong to the church. Belong to the family. Plug yourself in. Be committed. It's not enough to attend. Attendance is nothing. What is important is belonging. Belong, belong, belong. Be there, be involved. Praise the Lord. So that you can maximize the blessing. I've always wanted to walk where I'm walking now. I've always wanted to walk there. That's one of my, you know, I've worked in different places. But I always want to walk there. You know, and who, who linked me? It was one of our uh, pastors, Pastor Jethro. He just talked to me and said, ah, do I want to work in Coca-Cola? I said, yes. Ah, Where am I? I? I want to work there. And he called me. I went to his office. I met someone. I saw him. And the guy just took my name and we talked. I was, you know. And after many months, many months, many months, they now called me. Even when they called me, I was telling people that where I work now, they don't normally employ people from outside. 99% of employment is done with internal vacancy. They like taking people from within, you know. So, for them to invite somebody from outside, and the fact is that they've even concluded the interview because my phones were switched off. I had a problem with my two lines during that period. But they still called me after the interview has been done for internal candidates. When I got in, when I was employed, everybody was surprised. They thought I was from another plant. When they knew that I was from outside, they were surprised. They know that it can only be good, especially for the position that I occupied. Praise the Lord. So, now let me also say this. Okay. Uh, go over my time. But let me say this. There's what we call access doors. There's what we call what? Access doors. You understand? There's a place you need to reach. You understand? There's a bigger place you need to reach. But there's a door you need to enter through to get to one place before you get to another place. And you see, you might not like it. Some people might not like it, but people are your access doors. Yeah, people are your access doors. People are the people that connect you from one level to another level. Praise the Lord. So when you are very bad with relationship, you, what you are saying is that you are bad with receiving your blessings. That's just what it means. When you are what? When you are bad with relationship, it means you are also very well bad with receiving your blessings. Praise the Lord. So you must be invested in relationship in the church. In the church. Don't be a lone ranger. Before the grace, you are already out. You don't come on. Only on Sundays that you come. 
any other thing you don't, you know, even if you are in church now, you are not in church. You are on Instagram or you're on Facebook or any other thing. You can't get the best of God like that. You need to be plugged in. Praise the Lord. The another uh, powerful purpose of the church is what we call discipleship. We need to be discipled. We need to be discipled. We need people that will mentor us. We need people that will serve as role models. There is, we, we need to see it so that we can become it. So we need people that have been there, people that have walked the path so that we can follow them and they can show us the way. And that is why Paul said, he said, be followers of me as I'm what? As I'm followers of Christ. And that is the opportunity the church provides for you. You can be discipled. There is no greatness without accountability. You can't be great if you cannot, you don't want to be accountable. You don't want anybody to be able to talk to you. You don't want people to get into your business. <laughs> I'm so sorry when people say that. I don't want people in my business. I don't, I'm a very private person. Thank you for being very private. No matter how private you are, you still need people that will be able to talk to you. You need people that will be able to give you correct sense sometimes when you are missing it. Praise the Lord. Because whether you like it or hate, you are still a human being. You understand? And you are, you are prone to some tendencies. So you need to be discipled. You need to be tutored. You need to be what? You need to be trained. You need to be accountable, especially the men. You cannot be the alpha and the omega of your life. There must be somebody that your wife can report you to. And that is what the church provides. Like my wife, now, if she just wants to, even if I've never done anything wrong, sometimes they do wrong things, but if I've never even done anything wrong, if she just wants to shakara me, she says, I'm calling Pastor okay, K now. I'm calling Pastor okay. Any Any shakara I'm doing, I will just calm down. Praise the Lord. Why? Because I have a spiritual authority over my life. And that's what the church does. And also, you are able to see things that can be done. Okay, one of the first things is about healing. When I came to DCC, you know, as I entered the church, the very first day, what I had PK saying was that I can never be, you know, ah, me, I just laugh because my own experience, sickness is a normal thing. You know, there is a hospital in Festac, we call it Golden Cross. There is, I have even, I have a, a bed. I had a bed in that hospital that they, I, I, I was known for. So coming to a place and the first statement I had is, I can never be sick. That means I've not been discipled in the areas of what? Healing. I needed to be discipled. So me too, I would say, I like you, these people, they get big mouths for this church. They, they talk loud. I like, I like people that talk big. You know, so, <laughs> so over time too, me too, I started what? I started talking big. I, when you check me like this, I will not even greet you. I say, I can never see. <laughs> I, I was talking the big. <laughs> but I don't know that uh, the Satan does not respond to big mouths. <laughs> yeah, it wants to what? <laughs> understand the light. So I was talking after two weeks about sickness, no, no respect by big mouth. Oh. The sickness just come. <laughs> You know, so PK and uh, Peter, they came to visit me in the hospital. <laughs> I was just looking at myself that, that they would just be saying it in their mind that this guy, all this in big mouth. There's <laughs> nothing there. there. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So I had to understand that look, it's not just about the big mouth. You need to have the word, the understanding that will back up the big mouth. So I had to seek for knowledge and understanding. 
And when I got the understanding, yes, I can say to you now, I can use big mouth and tell you that I can never have a Because even the devil and sickness knows that yes, this man, he has the understanding. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, when we're in uh, Festa Plaza, PK will say, I prosper in all. <laughs> I don't laugh. It's one of the big math I respect then too. He said, I prosper in all. And you need to see Festa Plaza. You know, this one, all this, I see day now, big screen, everything, just the, you know, they, you know, First up, plaza, we don't have window. We don't have, if it's raining, we need to move. You know, you know when you're in a church and it's the weather that determines your sitting position. <laughs> and in the midst of it, people will say, I prosper. <laughs> For my mind, I will last. You understand? But there was an understanding that he had. And he prospered in what? Oh, God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, we too, we have to now just be saying to, I prosper in all courage. And we are not just saying it. We also have to get the word understanding. So that we now prosper in all courage. And that's what it means to be discipled. That's what it means to be. You need to be discipled. You need to be. There's an area in your life that needs to be. You need to be tutored in it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Also, uh, giving. I've been tutored and discipled also in the area of giving. Praise the Lord. And that's a major area. All of us, we need to be what? We need to be discipled in. Praise the Lord. If you, you see, um, you, you, you preach what you want to see in your church. If you want to see prosperity, you, you preach principles of prosperity so that people can have the understanding. So there was a time in DCC P.K. was very intentional about giving, about giving financial prosperity, the importance of giving. It was, we'll do series, faith without living. We'll do series, back to back, on giving, on financial prosperity. Praise the Lord. Now, sometimes, the way you know you get it is by the results. Is by the, if your result is not showing it, forget it. It means you've not get it. Abi, Abi now, if your result is not showing it, it means you don't work, you don't get it. Praise the Lord. So what happened then was, I left my banking work. Then I, you know, I wanted to go into business, full-time business. I prayed, but I wasn't even sure then now whether it was God that gave me the go-ahead or it was my mind, you know. But I submitted my letter of resignation and I calculated my gratuity, how much they would give me as I'm going. You know, I didn't know that I wasn't very good in maths. I thought I'm very good. I didn't know I wasn't good. So my own calculations, and I even consult people, everybody, calculations they did for me. It was millions, so they would give me millions as I'm going. So I've even planned it that at least I have some millions to play with before this business will start making money for me. Unfortunately, when I got to HR and they gave me my letter, when I saw the calculations they did for my gratuity, it was less than 50,000 naira. <laughs> it was less than, it was as if they poured cold water on me. And I've submitted the letter. I can't go and say, I want to, I'm not going again. Just forgive me. It was error. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I couldn't say that. 
So I had to, you know, I had to go and face the business. And it was one of the, <laughs> when they say hunger <laughs> and poverty. That's why sometimes when people tell me they are poor, if you have not experienced it, you, but these are things we have experienced. It was so bad that period that I had to, my kids, I had to take them out of the school. And I, had to, I got a lesson teacher to be teaching them at home because I couldn't afford to pay the school fees. At a point in time, I was looking at the lesson teacher. I was asking myself, what did this man they teach? <laughs> what did they teach where I know if he teach? I didn't feel like I said, I go stop this man. I go to teach them myself. <laughs> that was the extent of how bad things was. I was not just that broke. I was also in debt though. I own people money because I collect money for business. I can't be like, all this MMM, where then they do? I don't do something like that before. Where before you go broke, so broke, so te. Sorry for my pigeon. But you go broke, so te that you collect money from this person to pay this person. Collect money from, so you have created a MMM, a Paramis scheme. <laughs> you know, a Ponzi scheme. So it was as bad as that, that if somebody knocked in my house, if they knock like this, I will go to the bedroom. Every time there is a knock, it was so serious. So I needed understanding. I need to be discipled on prosperity. And what happened? Emphasis was on giving. Let no man deceive you. I'm telling you. Let no man deceive you. There can never be financial prosperity without giving. Let no man deceive you. Let no man deceive you. I wish I can tell you otherwise. I wish I can tell you that come to church and be cleaning the chairs. Or come to church and be singing powerful worship song. Or come to church and, uh, you know, and be doing other things. I wish I can tell you that. But that would be a lie. There is no financial prosperity without giving. And when I got it from the teaching of PK during that period, every money I had, even in the depth of uh, that financial challenge that we had, every money that I got, I saw it. I saw it. I realized that, look, when what you have is not enough, you give it out. Oh, it's not enough. If I finish this, you know, so what? I gave it out. And I'm telling you, psh, my financial life turned around. My financial life did what? It turned around. Praise the Lord. At that point, when I was in a bank, I brought properties. Different properties in different places. One of my auntie, she came to visit me in Festal. And she advised me that, okay, I was even selling some of those properties so that I could balance up. And she advised me that, why are you staying in Festac now? Uh-uh. That this is your poverty. You better go and look for a house in uh, Akonwajo or Songo and be staying there. I told her, no, that, no. I, I hasn't gotten it bad to that level. That God will, work, will brought me out. Now, I can tell you that after God turned my financial story around, I not only bought back lands in Ibaja and all those places. God was able to bless me so much that I have land in even Festac. Praise the Lord. Now, so during that period, it was as if I lost so many things. And that's why this scripture is always powerful to me. Joel 2, is it 28? That when I say that God will what? Will restore to you all the years. That God will not just restore God will compensate you. Praise the Lord. He will compensate you. No matter the hardship you are going through, you'll be compensated. When you now look back, it will look as if you have never experienced it before. 
the way God will bless you, it will look as if it has never happened. The kind of money that God will give you, it will look as if you've never experienced poverty. If you tell people that you have been poor, they will not believe it. Because the picture of you now, they cannot match it with what you are trying to tell them. And that's the blessing that God will give you. But you need to be discipled. You need to be tutored. You need to be trained. Praise the Lord. Then also, we talk about ministry. The church gives you a platform to serve. A platform to serve. Praise the Lord. This is one of the powerful platforms that you have. There is power in service. So the church gives you that platform. Now, all of us were seated there, but some people have been here by 7 o'clock to make sure that this place is set. Some people were here yesterday to clear and clean the place. Some people are cleaning the toilets. The toilet will not clean by itself. It is human beings. It's not angels, though. Some people think it's angels that clean the toilets. It's not angels. It's, not, it's human beings like you. They are as touche as you. Some of them are even tusher than you. Some, people, some of them are even more educated than you. But it is human beings, church members, family members like you that do all the work for you to come and sit on Sunday service and enjoy the service. Praise the Lord. I think we should appreciate all the workers in the house. And we appreciate a worker in the house. Can you stand up? All the workers in the house, can we just appreciate them? And today is Workers' Day. Wow, can we appreciate all the workers? Can we appreciate them? Praise the Lord. These are the VIPs. They make the service work. God bless you in the name of Jesus. God bless you. You cannot claim to be a member of the family if you are not adding to the family. If you are, you must, there must be something you are adding. You can't claim. So you can't claim. So. so one of the things I want you to do, for those of you that did not stand up, is to make a commitment. Be a worker. Serve. Be a what? A worker. Serve in God's vineyard. There's a blessing attached to it. We have different departments. Plug yourself in. Go to the resource stand and ask for information and sign up for a department to work in. Praise the Lord. Then finally, we talk about mission. Missions. Missions is also very powerful. I remember mission, you know, we just finished evangelism. What the little boy did, you know, giving a balloon to someone and I love you, that Jesus loves you, is a mission, is evangelism. That is the great commission. That is what God, the assignment that we are given. So uh, we've been doing it. We did it all through April. I mean, if you are not involved in it, then it's, it's not very, uh, it's not acceptable, it's not good enough. This is part of what the family does. A family will not just take care of itself, but a family will bring in more family members to join. Praise the Lord. Now, we, there was a prison ministry we did many years ago. We went to a prison, Kigil Kigil, maximum prisons, and we preached to them. One of the converts gave his life to Christ, and it happened to be, I think he was sentenced to either life or very long sentence that he had. But we preached to him, he gave his life to Christ, he was baptized in the Holy Spirit. A couple of months afterwards, he came to church, and he was just looking for any of us. He said he had made up his mind that before leaving Lagos, he has to attend DCC so that he can share the testimony. And what was the testimony? After he got converted, you know, he was able to be included in the people that were granted uh, this special uh, pardon and everything. And he left the prison, saved, baptized in the Holy Spirit. How did that happen? 
it was, it's because of missions. There's a place you are. There's a gift you have. There's a people you are sent to. You are not sent. Life is not meant for you to just consume. You cannot be a consumer and, and really succeed in life. You must get to a point where you do what? Where you will give. Give service. Give your talent. And that is what missions will give you the opportunity to do. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And that's what the church gives. So the question I want to ask you now is this. As I begin to round up. Now, if all of us now, just measure yourself. If all of us in this church now, the kind of commitment you have to God's house, if we all have the same commitment like that, can you imagine how the church will be? Will the church be like this? That's all of us, we, we get the same commitment where you get. We they serve God with the kind of zeal where you they take serve God. All of us like that have your commitment. Will the church be as strong as it is now? It's a question you need to ask yourself. It's a question. What are you doing to make your family a strong family? What are you doing to make your church a strong church? What are you doing? Do you just come every Sunday and you go? Praise the Lord. You must plug yourself in. You must add value to the church. You must add value to the church. You must belong to the family of God. Not just attend, but do what? But belong, belong, belong. How do you belong? Join a department. We have discovery school. We have, uh, you know, believer school. Join the believers class. Join the discovery class. You know, sign up in a department and start serving. Praise the Lord. When it comes to paying your tithes, you know, being a blessing, project is going on in church, be involved in all these things. Praise the Lord. You are part of the family. It is your family. Praise the Lord. It is not their family. It is what? Your family. We are families. Praise the Lord. We are all responsible for everything that goes on in church. It's not PK and PM alone. So it's not Pastor Yewumi, Pastor Chike, Pastor Maka, all the men. They are not the only one responsible. We are all part of this family. Can we be responsible to this family? Can we be responsible to the family? Can we be responsible to it? I know you are busy. You know? Maybe you think all these people are not busy. Pastor Chike is not busy. He doesn't do anything. After church, on Monday, he sleeps Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And he comes. <laughs> Pastor Amaka, uh, you know, he does it. She's not busy. He doesn't do anything. So some people have the notion that it is jobless people that serve in God's house. Are you kidding us? <laughs> Are you kidding? We work. The way you work, we work. I'm not a full-time pastor. Um, the way you do, as you go office, then they give you deliverables and deadline. That's the way they give to me. My church, my office people, some of them know that I'm a pastor, I preach. But that doesn't mean that when I get to office, they will say, you, you shall be preach. They preach well. For, for this office, just they pray. Don't they, don't they do anything. Just they pray. They don't, they don't send me. Oh, praise the Lord. In my office, I still do my work. Praise the Lord. So we are busy people. But in the midst of the busyness, we understand what is important. And we give it adequate attention and time. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All these people you see here, they are very busy. Oh. They are busy people. Busy people. 
But they've understood that what is important. And that's why they create the time for it and it's at the center of their life. I want you to do the same. Don't be saying you are busy. You are, have you been hustling since now? You've been, you to check, ask yourself now. You've been hustling. How much now do you account? How much? How much now? Eh? Hustling can take you to a particular level. But grace will take you to the topmost top. It will take you to what? To the other one. I always tell people, it's good to enjoy the fruit of your labor. But it's better to enjoy what? The fruit of God's favor. Praise the Lord. It's good. There are some things that I, am, I can't say because I'm still working. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I can't just say it because I'm still an employee. If my employer hear me, go say, this is my way to happen. You understand? It's good to be favored. <laughs> it's good. It's good to be favored. And it's, it's God. Me and my wife were talking about it. When was it? Was it last two weeks ago? We are just looking at the way God has helped us. The way God has blessed us. You understand? You can see that it's not by power. It's not by might. It's by the spirit of God. The Bible says the blessings of the Lord make it rich and harden no sorrow. Plug yourself into God's house. Plug yourself. Your blessing is here. Your blessing is where? Is here. There's somebody around you now. The, your blessing, that your name is on it, is with that person. But you must be connected to the house. Be what? Be connected to the house. And as you are connected, God will bless you. God will lift you up. This year will be the most wonderful year you have ever had. The Bible says that he himself has gone ahead of you. And he's also with us. He said he will never forsake us. He will never forget us. He said because of that, we will not be what? We will not be afraid. We will not fail. This year will be a great year for you in the name of Jesus Christ. God will surprise you. God will help you. The Bible says I will help you. I will strengthen you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. Don't be afraid though. No matter what is going on. You have God by your side. And if God be for you, who can be against you? This year, you will end it well. You will not just end it well. You will end it with testimonies that you yourself, it will be unbelievable for you. There are testimonies, we call them tangible testimonies. There are testimonies, we call them laughable testimonies. Testimonies that when you share it with people, people have no choice but to rejoice with you. Those are the kind of testimonies you will share this year in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Can we appreciate God? Can we give him a round of applause? Can we appreciate him? Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, um, I want to give somebody, an, we cannot be seated, praise the Lord. I want to give somebody an opportunity to belong to the family. Yeah, you've been coming, but you, are, you know yourself that you are not part of God's family. You are not born again. You are not even, you are just attending. You have never been part of the family of God. I want to give you that opportunity. I want to, I did, I made that decision many, many years ago. It has helped me. It has helped my life tremendously. It has, that's the most, the, the best decision I've ever made in my life. I want you to make that same decision this morning. All heads bowed, all eyes closed. Put your hand on your chest if you want to be born again. 
You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to be a member of God's family. I want to be a member. I want to belong and be a member of the house of God. I want to be. I want to give my life to Jesus. Put your hand on your chest. I will pray with you. And your life will never remain the same. If your hand is on your chest, just lift up your other hand. Let me see the person I'm praying with. I would like to see you. Just lift up your hand. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Lift up your hand. Let me pray with you. Just lift it up very well. Lift up your hand if you want to be born again. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to give your life. You want to be part of the family. You want your sins to be forgiven. You want your sins. That your sense of guilt, sense of condemnation. You want it to be removed. Lift up your hands well. Let me see who I'm praying with. Let me see who I'm praying with. Please, if your hands are lifted up, can you come to the front? Come to the front. Let's just clap for them. Clap for them. Come to the front. Nothing to... Come. Come. They say, you are making the best decision of your life. Come, come. Keep clapping for them as they come. Keep clapping for them. Come, 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 come. Come, 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 come. come. It's only God that can have color to your life. He's the one that made it. He knows what to do with it. He knows how to repair it. No matter how wrong it has gone, he will be able to put it back together perfectly well. Hallelujah. 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 Put your hand on your chair. Just repeat after me. Repeat. This decision you are making, it will change your life forever. Your life will never remain the same. Repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I accept you into my life as my personal Lord and Savior. Forgive me my sin. Wash me with your blood. Give me the grace to serve you all the days of my life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Can we appreciate them? Please, can you just follow her? We have a short message to give you. A short reception for you. Please, let me appreciate them, please. Help me clap for them. Clap for them. Everyone is excited. Everyone is excited. Clap for them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, finally, for those of us that are here, there was someone that we talked to. We were asking him, we were asking him, ah, why have you not been coming to church? Or why have you not like this? Why are you not serious with God? He said, oh, well, leave me. That I want to sort my life out first. The way my life is, it's not, it's no balance. May I balance first before I come to church? And we say, what? The way to balance your life is to do what? Is to come to church. The way to get your life sorted out is to do what? Is to belong to the church. So I want all of us heads bow. If you are here, I need to make a commitment. Just put your hand on your chest. I'm not going to ask you to come out. If you need to make a commitment that... God, I want to be committed to you now. I know I'm a Christian, but I've not belonged. But I want to belong from today. Just put your hand on your chest and just say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, I made a commitment today to belong to your family. Give me the grace. Give me the help in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. God bless you. Let us appreciate God. Hallelujah. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14411. 
Or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org. David's Christian Center, home of victorious people.